Hallelujah. Hey, everybody. It's Pentecost Sunday. Pentecost Sunday. I remember, um, I remember when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, I've shared that before, but I've been praying in tongues, praying in the Spirit for 50 years. Let me go ahead and just declare, I'm not weird. In fact, I've grown to be more sensitive as a person because of it. I've become more sensible in understanding people because of praying in the Spirit. In fact, I've become more sane in navigating my life by being led by the Holy Spirit. Jesus wasn't weird, and he was filled with the Holy Spirit without measure. And he wants the same for us. The Holy Spirit helps us become like Jesus in our character. We develop the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The Holy Spirit helps us to do what Jesus did by giving us the gifts of the Spirit, ministering to others. Prophecy, tongues, interpretation of tongues, words of knowledge, words of wisdom, discerning of spirits, gifts of healings, workings of miracles, and the gift of faith. All these come, everybody say, the promise of the Father. The promise of the Father. The promise of the Father. He, this intimacy, this, this desire that Father God had not only just to reconnect us through Jesus as Savior, which is the removal of our sins and the reinstating of this new life in your name written in heaven. But then he said, Jesus said, don't go anywhere. I'll get to this scripture in a minute, but he said, don't go anywhere until you receive the promise of the Father. I learned that uh, regarding the gifts of the Spirit, I've learned that praying in tongues is kind of like priming the pump. And you get uh, a sensitivity developed inside to function in the other gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Jude 20 and 21 says, But beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. And I love the second verse. It says, Keeping yourselves in the love of God. One of the things that I've learned about praying in the Spirit is how the flood of God's love can come up inside of you, keeping yourself in that. How many of you pretty much need to be wrapped up in the love of God all the time? You know, this the, the, the nature of what God has for us. If you're dried out, pray in the Spirit. If you don't have it yet, good luck. I mean, good luck. <laughs> I was going to say it's your day, because today we're praying for that. <laughs> it's your lucky day. That's what I'm trying to say. Good luck. <laughs> That's hilarious. Paul said in the 1 Corinthians 4.18, he says, I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. And I read that years ago. And I went, we'll see about that. <laughs> but he had such a, you know, there were, the miracle dimension that happened through his life was because he went through so many, uh, you know, well, he went through a lot of suffering and he suffered well. And, uh, and, and there's a dynamism that happens Man, I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, everybody say this. Jesus Christ is the same. Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. There are some people that say, well, all that stuff is not for today, and they're completely wrong. Because if this isn't that, then what was that? And what is this? And I've been praying in the Spirit and functioning the gifts for 50 years. When I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, I laid hands on people and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. I was 17 years old. This is that that's in the Bible. People say it's not for today. Oh, bless their hearts. And yet it's amazing to me, those same people who have a Greek craving for the love of God, they want the, lo- they want the Lord, they want, and they say, I want more of you, I want more of you. And they're, on, they're laying on their bed at night and they start praying in tongues. They go, I wasn't supposed to get that. Because it's that. The Lord wants to give you an intimate way to communicate with Him up out of your inner being. Jesus prophesied the coming of the Holy Spirit on the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles. This is really interesting. So on the last day of the Feast, this is John 7, verse 37-39. The last day of the Feast, that, the great day Jesus uh, stood up and cried out, listen to this, listen to this. 
if anyone thirsts. Jesus nailed it. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. There is a spiritual, life-giving flow. And then he says this, whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Rivers. Not one river. There are rivers. How many of you have been praying in the Spirit and the Spirit of peace, the river of peace rises up? And you've got the river of peace manifesting There's a healing grace, isn't there? A river of healing. When the healings come, we have oftentimes will be in a, that deep into deep moment of worship and the, the river of deliverance comes. And you'll just people, the spirit of heaviness will be lifting off of people and people will be getting free in the room just because the river of freedom is manifesting. Hallelujah. Rivers. Everything Jesus is can come via the river up out of you. Up out of you. You have wisdom in you. I remember it was Donald Moore years ago. He said, we were talking about message preparation. He said, the message is in there already by the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Just pray it out. Just pray in the Spirit. Pray it out. Pray it out. You need to know stuff. Pray it out. Pray in the Spirit. Pray it up. Pray it about. Don't be in a hurry. Just take the time to enter in and pray in the Spirit. And, and then these, the guidance of the Holy Spirit begins to manifest. A word or understanding begins to form. There's business ideas that form. The Holy Spirit has things for people. There's all kinds of goodies. I just love, I get all emotional. I love partnering with the Holy Spirit with all of my heart. One day I was, you know, praying, and you always pray before the services and stuff. I was praying in tongues, and I said, Lord, you know, what are you doing? And the Lord says, I'm dealing with the hearts. And I went, he handed me an answer. That's what, he, that's what he's doing every time we meet. He just established it. In other words, you're in here and your heart matters. And the Holy Spirit wants to do something in your heart. You're looking for a fresh work of God. You want some new things to happen in your soul. Am I right? Seeing the Lord wants to be, you're on a journey. And he just made that available in my heart that said, this guy's passionately pursuing me. And he's going he's to release things to your life. I don't know if it'll be here or where it's going to be, but he's going to do that for you. You've been having, there's a craving, a longing, a desire. And that's the big thing. See, that's the real big thing about this is that the Lord says, there's a desire inside of your heart that only I can meet, but I want to meet it way beyond what you think I'm going to meet it. I'm going to do it with a flood of assurance. I'm going to do it with a grace on your life. It's going to take you places. See, hell hates. Hell just hates being dominated by the spirit of love and peace and the work of the spirit of God in and through us. Isn't that right? How many of you have had little moments where you just kind of go down a little bit and, and then uh, the, the, um, you know, the, you hear words like, you're not all that much. And you come into agreement. Yes, you're right. I'm not all that much. But you know who is. That's why my favorite little verse coming up is, who will deliver me from the body of this death? This wretched, old wretched man that I am. Because I'm, there's none righteous. No, not one. Anyway, I don't have any brownie points. There, how many of you have gone to do something somewhere and you're so bone tired? And then you show up and the Holy Spirit just takes over. 
And you're so lit up and you're, you're like, what happened? And it's like, because you came with nothing. And he had some room. And, and if you're full of yourself, you get in the way. How many of you get in the way on occasion? Yes. That's, why, that's why that little book, The School of His Presence, is so important. There's two pages in there. And I want to, like, I just read over and over and over. It's a very short book. For some reading, you'll probably read it in a, less than a week. Some of you, I know you guys, some of you read it in a day and go, is this it? Start over and do it again. Okay. Uh, and if you want to go and kindle it, it's only 99 cents. But paperback is about six ninety nine. So anyway, we're going to be doing that. It's about being with the Lord and being in the fullness of who He is this summer. A river of His goodness. I don't want to get to the end of the summer and everybody be all dried out. I want us to be in a greater place in the Spirit. Like a, a, a rivers, the, the rivers, the rivers this, this summer. There's a river of intercession. How many of you have had those times when we've, we've you know, been praying together? And I remember that one Thursday night. Man, sometimes these, these uh, impressions and these experiences with the Lord are so deep that when you think of them, you, could, you start to relive it. Let me, sit, let me jump in here and say, how many of you have relived a bad experience? The Lord says, I want to take that out and I want to put some good ones in there so when you think of those, you'll relive those glory moments and not waste your days on what went wrong. In fact, the Lord's going to go back and solve that and bring you into the day and say, I want to flood your heart with all my goodness and cause you to be filled with what I think. And that day when uh, the Lord said, we're going we're gonna to intercede for the, um, all the children that are trafficked. We probably prayed 35 minutes and gro- everybody just wailed. We just wailed our hearts out. Groanings too deep to be uttered. We wept and wept and wept and wept and wept and felt like the Lord said, now you know how I feel. Now you know how I hurt for the pain of innocence lost. Now you know. He imparts things. That's a river. The river of his compassion. The river of his deep empathy. The river of his cherishing us and everybody made in his image. That's what we want to carry. We want to be carriers of the Spirit of the Lord that transforms people. Wouldn't be caught up in the world. And you're leading into and, and, and submitting to Him and praying in the Spirit and is all a part of those rivers manifesting in your life. Was it um, Jennifer? I tell you what, before I even go on, I was going to do this at the end, but Jennifer Claire McClare has a, a book. Heather mentioned this because we, uh, I think uh, Rosemary was talking about it and I said, let's go ahead and get that. And um, she had this time, she's a prophetic woman and she had this an urging of the Lord over a period of a year to pray in tongues for a, an hour at minimum a day. And she had post-it notes all over her house and in her car and everything. So we put post-it notes all over the house. Because <laughs> she has a 90-day challenge. She says, if you'll pray in the Spirit for 90 days. She had miracles of people you know, coming in from all over the world. And so some of these uh, you know, benefits, you build yourself up, which I just read that one. You end up experiencing signs and wonders. You end up doing, there's a benefit of you don't know how to pray and you pray in the Spirit and God's doing the praying. You're tapping into heaven's revelation. You're praying perfect prayers when you're praying in the Spirit. You don't know how to pray, but the Holy Spirit will do it. Tapping into supernatural power, activating the gifts I mentioned before. You can face down the tempter when he comes to you. You can unlock glorious truth. You can just sit in the presence of the Lord. You know, the presence of the Lord is what everything is about. So when you, pray, when you enter into the presence of the Lord and you open up the Word of God, He speaks. One of the things that I do is I put in my earbuds and I listen to certain worship songs and I just worship along and then I just, you know, I'm flooded up with that little book that I'm uh, participating with right now, just sitting before the Lord. Uh, and by the way, let me just go ahead and say, I ain't all that. This, I'm not doing anything you can't do. What was it years ago? We said you can't feed the fed up. If you're already fed up with the world, if you're already eating, you know, got so much in your mind, it's like, hey, take a break. 
and focus on the Lord a little bit and let Him flood your heart. I'm going to tell you this. The Lord is going to cause, there's some of you are saying, I'm going to do that. And here's what's going to happen. You're going to go into the depths of His love for you like you've never known. There's levels of security that you're going to feel and deep assurance that you're going to know that you've never, ever tapped into before. The Lord's going to wrap His arms around you and He's not going to let go. And you're going to walk through days and days of intimate, cherished love with the Lord. And that, that may be something you go, well, that's for other people. The Lord is, His heart is for you. How are we doing? This, this uh, desiring to be, Jesus had already said in Matthew 5, 6, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Jesus is very attuned to the idea. Oh, let me back up to that verse. I forgot to say this. Out of, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. And then he says this, John puts a little footnote in there. He, this is in uh, the Gospel of John. He says, now this he said about the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were to receive. For as yet the Spirit had not been given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So now we go on down and there's this, you see it in David, you see it in Moses' heart, you know, if your presence doesn't go with me, I don't want to go on from here. That was Moses. David said, you know, earlier I will seek you, my soul thirsts for you. There's, the Lord is really attentive to this, this hunger and thirsting. And there are things that you... We'll turn to, they end up as idols in our life and we think we're going to get something out of that and it'll just burn you out. Your heart was made for something much deeper and more fully satisfied in Christ. So let's look at this uh, promise of the Father here for a minute. Acts chapter 1, verse 4 and 5, it says, And while they were staying with him, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he, he said, you heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So the promise of the Father is the baptism in the Holy Spirit. When you receive Jesus, the Holy Spirit baptizes you into Christ. And then, following Jesus into the waters of baptism, a human being baptizes you in water as a symbol of your dying to your old life and your rising to the newness of life in Christ. Many times, there could be addictions broken in those waters. You come up and there's a work of the Holy Spirit to do something. But then, what is this baptism of the Holy Spirit? The baptism of the Holy Spirit is Jesus himself now baptizes you in the Holy Spirit. He wants to give you something. He told him, he says, I don't want you to go leave here and do anything until you receive this. So he says, you will receive, Acts 1.8, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and the end of the earth. This word power is really important. Everybody say uh, the word power. power. Now say dynamic. dynamic. Say dynamite. dynamite. So there's different ways as it's expressed. We learned at our conference, many of us focus on the dynamite part without the dynamic part. But the dynamic part is really about the suffering under duress situations and not reacting out of your flesh, that there's a dynamic power. Why does it say that? You'll be my witnesses. What's the word witness? Martyr. You'll go ahead and embrace something that is very death-dealing to your soul. Like when Paul and Silas, when they, they were all locked up, you know, had been whipped in, they were in the, the Philippian jail and they were all locked in there and uh, they were just singing a hymn to the Lord and the next thing you know, it was an earthquake and the, the doors swing open, the chains fall off and, and uh, they don't run outside. And the jailer is about to kill himself because he knows he's going to be dead in the morning because, you know, if you're the Roman jailer and they, your people escape, you're beheaded. And the dynamic 
work of the Holy Spirit to be a witness. Paul goes, hey, we're still all in here. Don't kill yourself. That's dynamic. Power of the Holy Spirit to be a witness. What do they do? They, he goes, the, the jailer goes, gets his whole family. They go down to the river in the middle of the night and they receive the Lord and they're all baptized and they all go back and they all sit there and wait till morning. <laughs> That's incredible. The power of the Holy Spirit. So I want to uh, just a little bit here and then we'll be finishing up. I want to, this is the Passion Translation. And I want to read just a little bit out of here because it makes it real fresh. This is Acts chapter 2, the day of Pentecost. On the day Pentecost was being fulfilled, all the disciples were gathered in one place. Suddenly, they heard the sound of a violent blast of wind rushing into the house out from the heavenly realm. The roar of the wind was so overpowering, it was all anyone could bear. Then all at once, a pillar of fire appeared before their eyes. It separated into tongues of fire that engulfed each one of them. They were all filled and equipped with the Holy Spirit and were inspired to speak in tongues, empowered by the Spirit to speak in languages they had never learned. And now at that time... And I won't, I won't read the next section, but at this next part here is that there was over 15 to 16 different language groups from the Jews coming from back to celebrate at the, the day of Pentecost. The day of Pentecost was 50 days after Passover. The nature of that, Penta is five, Pentecost was this celebration. What they would do was they would come with the first fruits of their harvests. And the part of the celebration was they would wave the first fruits before the Lord. God timed it that Jesus would be crucified as the Passover lamb during Passover. Phenomenal. And that the first fruits were going to be the 300 the 3000 people that received Jesus on the day of Pentecost. So that's what came up. And so those people gathered then uh, he stood up so they were asking, you know, what's this because uh, when they <laughs> This always tickles me. Um, sometimes the Holy Spirit will come with such loving power that you can't stand up straight. It's overwhelming. It's a good thing. And you might even appear to be a little drunk. I was talking to Greg uh, Johnson. Years ago, I heard him do a message on the day of Pentecost. And he says, drunk people, when you're drunk, you're generous. He started taking all the traits of a drunk person and started applying it to the guys. <laughs> He had a whole bunch of them. It was just beautiful. It's like when you're drunk, you know, you just, there's, like, there's things you just don't care about. You're drunk. And so all those people looking at him said, they're all drunk. And he says, they're not drunk. The bars aren't open yet. This is what was prophesied about in the book of Joel. He says, for this is what I, I will do in the last days. And this is a verse that we are claiming now for our children. I will pour out my spirit on everybody because your sons and daughters to prophesy, cause your sons and daughters to prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will experience dreams from God. The Holy Spirit will come upon all my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. And it, and it goes on. So there, this, he's taking this obscure passage out of the book of Joel, suddenly applying it to today. And then he goes on and begins to show how they had crucified Jesus. And so there's this conviction now growing in the group. I don't want to read all that because it's, it's uh, a bit long. But then they really are pricked to their hearts. 
And he says, now everyone in Israel, you know for certain that Jesus, whom you crucified, is the one God has made Lord and the Messiah. Now he's preached this message. And then when they heard this, they were crushed and realized that they had done what they'd done to Jesus. And deeply moved, they said to Peter and the others, what do we need to do, brothers? And Peter said, repent and return to God, each one of you, because you must be baptized in the name of Jesus the anointed one, to have your sins removed, and then you may take hold of the gift of the Holy Spirit. For God's promise, look, God's promise of the Holy Spirit is for you. Everybody say, God's promise of the Holy Spirit is for you and for your families, and yet for those yet to be born, and for everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. I want to ask, oh, great, you got the mic? Come on up here, uh, John. I want to ask... Um, You've heard my testimony, but I was going to ask John to share his testimony when he was baptized in the Holy Spirit. Well, pastor told me to take five minutes, so that's all I have is five minutes. And of course, you know when that preacher's given a microphone, it's hard to stay at five minutes. So, all right. <laughs> and believe you me, Pastor Heather will make sure it's five minutes. So, But um, first, I, I just want to tell a little bit about my background, um, just to kind of give you an idea of where we're heading. I was actually raised in a Pentecostal church. So for me, speaking in tongues was just kind of, you know, natural, you know? I mean, it wasn't spoken down on. It was like really encouraged that people needed to be filled with the Spirit. So even as a kid and growing up and, and even as a teenager, you know, I seen the Spirit of God move. Um, I was very, you know, I knew what the presence of God felt like even as a teenager. So but it wasn't until I was 20, and, and maybe some of you here can relate to this. When you're raised in church, you're kind of, when you see your friends go down and get saved, when maybe you're 11 or 12 years old, you're like, maybe I should do that. You get a little peer pressure, you know, like, okay, so they're going to the altar, maybe I should go to the altar, you know. So when I was about 12 years old, I went down to the altar and got saved because my friends got saved, you know. And it's just something that kind of, happens when you're in a youth group and you got a bunch of boys your age and, you know, and, and uh, you just go down and you accept Jesus. Well, um, I did that, but it was because my parents took me to church and it was just kind of the thing to do. You know, you're in church, you're in youth group, um, you go and you get saved. Well, when I turned 18 and, and went out on my own, I realized that I didn't have a very good foundation. So, but I knew that I got into some trouble. I got some things happened when I was, a, a, you know, in my teenage later years. And um, I knew the place that I could run to, though, was back to the church. And when I was 20 years old, I actually came back to the Lord. But I got what they, what I call, I got radically saved. There's a big difference between getting saved and getting radically saved. And when I was 20 years old, I got radically saved. I decided that I was going to serve Jesus, that I was going to turn my life over to him, that I was going to do what he was calling me to do. And so in November of 1990, I was 20 years old. I actually got radically saved. I went down to the altar. I meant it. It wasn't because my friends did it, but because God was calling me and I knew how to call on my life. So I went down and got radically saved, and the Lord began to really change my life. But it was two months later, and I remember it clearly, because I, 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 it, it completely changed my life. Yes, I got radically saved, and I remember that experience. I remember what happened, but this was something different. And, of course, like I said, I grew up in church, so I knew what speaking in tongues was all about, and I was seeking this. I was like, Lord, I want all that you have for me. <laughs> I don't want anything less than what you have for me. And uh, so I remember it was a Wednesday night and we had youth group and it was an altar almost like this, but it was straight and it was straight across. And we actually had our own youth room at the time. And uh, Pastor Donnie, which was the youth pastor at the time, he was, he had preached his message. And uh, I remember some of the kids were still hanging around and stuff, but I was like really serious. And I said, Lord, I really want this. I want the, to, to be filled with the Spirit. I want everything that you have for me. So I'm over here in this corner, and I'm praying. And I remember a guy named Nathan was playing the piano, and he kept play, playing and playing. And I just felt this um, electric 
And I don't even know how to explain it. It was like just like I got hooked into an electric cord. And my, my mind started, it was like I was feeling this room, room, you know, like a, 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 um, a transformer. You know how you like you can listen to a transformer and it's like making this noise, you know? So I'm sitting there and I'm hearing this in my mind and I'm thinking, what is this, you know? And I just, my, hand, my hands got, got numb and they really started like burning. And I'm like, wow, this is, something's happening here. So I really started digging in. I started pressing in that night and I heard these words come and all it was was shunama kunama. That was all I heard, but I kept repeating it. Shunama kunama, shunama kunama, shunama kunama. And like, next thing I know, everything's dark like completely dark, and I'm on the ground, and I'm looking up in the youth room. I'm looking straight up at the ceiling, and I'm like, how did I get here? And I'm looking around. Everybody's gone. They left me in the youth room. I mean, I'm completely like, and I can't stand up. I'm like, my legs are numb. I'm completely like, and, and I don't even, like, I'm, no one explained this to me. You know, no one said this is what's going to happen, and everybody experiences it different. But I just remember, I'm like, where did everybody go? Why did they leave me here? And I look up at the clock. It was two hours. Two hours had gone by, and I was laying there on the floor. So, and I, so after that, I just kept repeating these words over and over again. Shunamakanama, Shunamakanama. And to my buddies, you know, I had some, some of my friends and stuff that, you know, understood after a while what had happened and I explained it to them. And they're like, yeah, that was the power of God. He really hit you. And, and we saw you and all of a sudden you're doing this like this. And, and I'm on the, on my knees, but I'm doing this. And they like, and then you, they said, you just fell and you were like gone. And so we just left you because like, we didn't want to mess with you because we knew God was doing something. So we just left you there. I'm like, thanks guys. You know, but then I was like, you know, I kept going, shut him economy. And then like, I would do this and they're like, yeah, you're tuning into God. Cause I would just do this thing. And I would keep repeating shut him economy. And they're like, we have that interpretation for you. And I'm like, what's the interpretation? Cause I thought they were being serious. And they're like, she's a coming, she's a coming. <laughs> so they're like, they were saying I was prophesying about my wife, you know? <laughs> so, but, uh, uh, of course, you know, when, when you get filled with the spirit, sometimes people try and be very stoic and religious about the situation but I'm telling you it's fun and it is awesome when the spirit of God hits you but after that it was like everything like you know you see movies and stuff and everyone's like everything looks so green everything looks so new and that's exactly how I felt it was like trees seemed like they came to life and birds sounded sweeter and and like the word of God came alive to me it wasn't just words on a page anymore or something that my parents taught me or something that I learned in Sunday school, but it was alive and it was active and it began to operate in my life and it changed me from that night on. It was like I was a totally different person and it was because the power of God came into my life and that fire that pastor was talking about, that fire, that being baptized in fire completely changed me. And, and I actually began to dress different. Everybody was like, you're not the same person you were a week ago. It completely radicalized me and changed me in a way that it's just, and then of course, it was like a baby. I took that baby step, started saying those words, but then it developed into a whole new language. And now I actually speak in three different languages. When I actually pray in tongues, there's three different kinds of tongues. There's just my, my tongues when I, when I begin to pray in tongues. There's a tongue that comes over me when I warfare, when I intercede for people. And then there's a, a tongue like whenever I really feel a, a heaviness come on me to like really supplicate and, and just, ah, oh, there's just a need and I begin to groan. There's a different spirit and a different language that comes then too. So, but it is exciting and it's amazing when God comes in and can change and transform your life like that. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Um, we're going to uh, invite the Holy Spirit. Let's all stand together. This uh, faith has come up. Now, there's an action required. And the action, you know, faith is always with a step and an action. And this is how it worked in the, in the book of uh, Acts here. Everybody say, repeat this with me. They spoke as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. 
an angel didn't grab their mouth. That didn't happen. They were speaking. And this is basically it. So you're saying, praise the Lord. You're speaking. Hallelujah. You're in English. You're saying, I love you, Lord. And we invite the Holy Spirit to come upon you. Jesus to baptize you. And next thing you know, you may feel it, may not. But one of those rivers begins to release. And it's the river of language. And it begins to just come up. And here's the thing about it. You cannot, I like that guy who was down in Georgia and there was this, <laughs> there was this uh, Latin teacher and he started speaking in tongues. He was trying to figure out the syntax and stuff. I said, what are you doing? It was like totally in his head, you know, but he was like trying to analyze the language. You know, it's like, just relax. And, and it's like little syllables that make no sense. I remember uh, to your mind, they don't make any sense to your mind. I remember that I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, but I didn't get the language. And I would be driving down the road and the Holy Spirit would put some stuff in. It was uh, duh, whoa. And I went, and I would say, I'm making this up. See, the devil, he hates losing territory. So he'll tell you, you're making the language up. Now, here's what you say. You just go ahead and say, well, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> because my spirit is communing with God in a language I haven't learned with my mind. And as a little baby, it says utterance. As they begin, it says stammering lips. It sounds like a little baby. Whatever, it comes up. And you just start, pray. go ahead, honey. You got... Praise the Lord. I just wanted to make a, just a couple of comments. We promise we will not leave you on the floor all night. <laughs> there will always be somebody with you. I don't care if it's three days, there'll be someone with you at all times. You're never alone, not in this house. Um, the other thing is that it's probably, if you are born again, first of all, it all begins with receiving the love of God into your heart, your Savior, Jesus. And if you hadn't, haven't done that, we'd be, we'd be very happy to introduce you to the only one who could truly love you and change your life, the Lord Jesus Christ. Then the greatest gift you can receive after that is the baptism of the Holy Spirit because you cannot move through life. You don't know everything. I don't know everything. I can't sometimes put two um, sentences together that make sense, let alone pray for some of the situations that are going on in this world. So that is the luxury and the beauty of having your spiritual language is you connect with the Holy Spirit. You yield your spirit to the Holy Spirit and he develops the prayer through you. Power of the Holy Spirit. You don't have a clue what's going on. You might. He might show you after. But he uses, what does it say? It takes two to agree and that will be done. So the Holy Spirit and he's using your tongue to make the prayer the agreement. Does that make sense? Okay. So you can try and pray for a car accident you just saw down there. I don't do that. I pray in the spirit. If I see something that I don't have a clue what's going on, I start praying in the spirit. And I say, Holy Spirit, what are you doing there? And I yield that. And he said, I'm so glad you asked. You know, and then he takes over. It is such a privilege. The first privilege is you have this intimacy, this baby, uh, I love you, Lord, kind of thing that begins. It's just usually a couple of words, and it's, I love you, Lord. That's what mine was. I love you, Father. I used to say that probably a hundred times. 
and then it develops, as John said. And uh, it's, it's so wonderful. It's such an intimate, intimate gift that you can have. Yeah. And if you want it, we're here to minister that. The Bible says, lay hands on them and they'll receive. And the Holy Spirit will give you the gift. It's a gift. You don't have to do anything to earn it. And we'd love to show that. If you're already baptized in the Holy Spirit, you might just need to double dose, a new a filling, a fresh filling. And we'll be glad to give you that as well. Um, you're praying in the Spirit now, aren't you? Are you, did, are you starting? Is it making, is it, it's, well, I got a witness that the, the, it's bubbling up. So just go ahead and just, just go ahead and uh, step out. In other words, worship the Lord without English words. Just worship the Lord without English words. It uh, won't make sense to your mind, but uh, let that, and all of us, let's just yeah, all, let's just all everybody pray just spirit, begin just to pray in the spirit worship and, the Lord uh, without English, without English. It just Holy Spirit, now come upon. I pray, Jesus, you baptize each person here. Come and baptize each person now. Each person. Fresh fire. Now remember, your lips got to be moving. You got to be talking. Holy Spirit, come. He give utterance as you speak. And just not if a, you don't, just start just telling like a little the Lord baby. you love him. Say, I love you, Lord. I love you, like Lord. A little baby. Thank you, Lord, for all the gifts you've given me. Thank you. Just start thanking him and loving him and all that. And the Holy Spirit will then begin to release. Hallelujah. But go ahead and lift your hearts up. Spirit of God, pour forth your, as Jesus comes to baptize, baptize you in the Spirit. you got to be speaking. Speaking, but not in English. Just love the Lord up out of your heart. Like a little baby. Like a little baby. Like a little baby. Like a little baby. So you're not talking to the devil, you're talking to the Lord. Like a little baby. Oh, like a little baby. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, let a river of your rivers of language pour, rivers of peace, rivers of power, rivers, fresh rivers. Hallelujah. You said up out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Yes, step out, step out, step out. More, more, more. Oh man, hallelujah, Holy Spirit, come, pour forth, pour forth, remember you got to be moving your mouth, you have to move your mouth, they spoke as the Holy Spirit gave the utterance, they did the speaking, he's not going to come and grab your mouth, you, do, you just keep talking, praise you Lord, Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, the water level in the room is going up. Let's go ahead and just step into the spirit here. And you don't have to try to memorize it. Just go ahead and let the let the mushundering begin. You know, let the stuff come out. Just let all the little baby go. Goo goo gaga, come on out of here. I see a vision of the Lord taking you as you're learning this. He's going to release breakthroughs, breakthroughs in your life where your family's been stuck. The Lord's going to co as you're praying in the Spirit. The Lord's going to open gates. It caused things to happen in and through your life because you've submitted to the Holy Spirit. Praise you, Lord. He's going to open, open things that have been held back, but you're praying in the Spirit. He's going to release those things. Praise you, Jesus. 
Shura de Bixikarada Basata. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. That's it. Continue more and more. Don't go into English. Just go ahead and stay in this gibberish. Let the holy gibberish of God come up out of you. Oh, Shura de Sikabarada Basa. Oh, Radabashota Konda de Bishisha. You got to speak it. Got to move your mouth. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Fresh fire, Lord. Fresh fire. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Just continue. Just continue. 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 Because you're going to do this when you go home. You're going to do this when you lay down your bed. You're going to do this all the time. Apostle Paul said, I pray in tongues more than all of you. You say, so what? You just start praying and see if you can catch up. Miracles will release in your life. Praise your Lord. Intimacy, breakthroughs, all kinds of things. Wisdom. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Fountain of grace. Drink it up. Drink it up. Drink it in. Drink it in. Rivers, rivers of living water flowing up from it from your belly up out of you just engage the river engage the river engage it let it come up let it come up Jesus said are you thirsty come on are you thirsty he says I'm going to put my spirit in you I'm going to baptize you and you're going to release rivers up out of yourself hallelujah Lord hallelujah Lord hallelujah Lord hallelujah Lord praise you Jesus praise you Jesus praise you Lord everyone everyone raise your hands straight up okay universal sign of surrender the Lord says those of you who are truly surrendering everything to me in your heart right now tell him what it is give him the burden he's Abba daddy you're a little child right now. That's what a child does when he wants his daddy to pick him up. Or his mommy. In this case, it's Abba. Okay. Now let him take it all right now. Those hands cannot come back down until you sense the release that you have given it all to him. Every burden, every care, every sorrow, every disappointment, every hopeless thing, in the name of Jesus, every failure, every hope, every hope deferred, every loss, in Jesus' name, and every fear. Fear, go in the name of Jesus. Leave now in the name of Jesus. You tell it to go. You're the only one that can tell it to go. Thank you. No Lord. fear. Thank you, Lord. The anointing breaks the yoke, it destroys the yoke of fear. It's destroying the yoke of fear. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Now let's pray in the Spirit. Go further. Go further. Go further. You go there. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. 
Burada bir şişe boku, burada bir arada basasa. Şurada burada boku, burada bir burada baba. Burada bir şey kabrada beşşe, burada baka, burada bir şişe. Burada bir parada bas. Good. Praise you, Lord. Lord, let your glory rest over all of these hearts. Let your glory come and rest over all these hearts in the name of Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 We're lingering. We're just lingering. We're lingering. Jesus said, don't go until you're baptized in the Holy Spirit. Praise you, Lord. Then the Holy Spirit came like wind and like fire, rested on their heads, and they began to speak in tongues that they didn't learn with their mind. And the Holy Spirit gave this language, and they began to pray in these marvelous, uh, telling the testimonies and prophetic things about the revelation of who God is by this praying in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If, there, if, um, if you feel satisfied that you've, you know, if you've begun and it's a new, if it's just a little, a couple of phrases, that's fine. Just keep, just keep, keep it, like John said, keep it going. And uh, like what happened uh, with me, same thing. I had, the, I was flooded with the Holy Spirit, but I didn't receive the language. And we, it's good to tie those together so that uh, you can move on and begin to, to grow and develop in that. How many of you sense that you received some new language? Hallelujah. Put, like? put stickers all over your house that say pray in the spirit. The one thing the do enemy like doesn't did? want you to do is pray in the spirit because it's the only language that he cannot understand. He understands yeah, yeah. your words. And he can thwart or twist or even plant thoughts when you speak your own words out. But when you pray in the Spirit, he doesn't have a clue what to do it. Because it's not you. It's you partnering with the Holy Spirit. It's actually the Holy Spirit praying through you. He needs another vessel. He needs number two. He's one and you're two. And your voice becomes the two in agreement. It is so awesome. I can't wait to talk to the Holy Spirit in person when I go to be with Jesus. Amen. How did you do that? We it's so right amazing. Now, probably. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Let's love on each other. And you're dismissed. Hallelujah. We'll see you next Amen. week.